Hey, Joe. Hey, Jen. What do you get when you cross a turtle with a giraffe? Hmm, I don't know. What do you cross? What do you get when you cross a turtle with giraffe? Well, a turtleneck, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Samantha. What did the turtle do when he won the race? Hmm. I don't know. What did the turtle do when he won the race? He celebrated. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, Jen. Yeah, Joe? Why are turtles always shopping? I have no idea. Why? They like to shell out. Oh! <laughs> terrible. Clearly terrible. So, as you might have guessed, we're talking about diamondback terrapin turtles, a totally awesome reptile that really does live along the Jersey Shore on this episode of Save Coast to Wildlife, the, the podcast. podcast! Cleaning up the beach, the fish swim by. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for staying tuned during the great nastiness of the moment, the great pandemic here. Hopefully you're doing well and staying healthy. You know, we've received kind messages from many of you thanking us for being here. And the feeling, of course, is mutual. Your continued friendship means everything to us, especially now. And I want to thank my two friends for being here tonight on this podcast. I have with me Jen. Hey, Joe. How's it going? I'm doing well. And Samantha. Hi, guys. How are you? Hey. And it's really kind of weird because we're all sort of in our own homes recording this podcast. Jen is like over in Hallenhurst and Samantha. Where do you live, Samantha? I live in Long Branch. I'm over by the beach. And of course, I'm underneath the sea here in Sandy Hook Bay. So we're all sort of communicating here via Zoom. But we're so happy that you're here and listening on this edition of Save Coast to Wildlife, the podcast. We thank you and think you're all so awesome to listen to us chit-chat about coastal wildlife along the famous Jersey Shore. And we're recording this podcast in the middle of April, and that means temperatures are starting to get warmer and daylight is increasing and the need to breed is strong in many wild animals. Now, do you ladies have boyfriends? Yeah. Are, yes. you, are you guys breeding now that it's getting warmer? Well, when you, when you say not, it like that. Oh, <laughs> well, there's not much else to do these days. Yes. yes a lot of people Breeding are reproducing. Time. I have read before that this pandemic is going to bring about a whole wave of new babies in eight or nine or 10 months from now. <laughs> so, with many people stuck inside, there's not really not much to do. Uh, other than maybe reproduce or watch TV. And of course, one show that many people have been watching is Netflix Tiger King. Have you guys seen that show at all? 
no. Sorry. Yeah. I did watch it. <laughs> you do? I couldn't. It's a massive hit. In fact, it's the most watched program on Netflix for nearly two or three weeks now. The series dives into the world of big cats and zoos and the controversial people who run them. Of course, the main part of the show is the battle between tiger breeder Joe Exotic, which, I don't know, that's kind of a cool name. What do you think? No? I think right. she changed her name, too. Joe yeah. Exotic, yeah. I thought that was your name, though. <laughs> no, no. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic and the animal activist Carol Baskin. And, of course, it culminates in Joe being sent to prison when a jury finds him guilty of trying to hire someone to kill poor old Carol. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure everybody's watched it by now or heard about yeah. it or something about it, right? I mean, so I was trying to think, you know, here along the Jersey Shore, I don't think too many people have big cats. There was a long, long time ago a woman in the Pine Barrens who did have like a little miniature zoo with lots of big cats that got shut down. Um, so there might be people with big cats as pets. But by and large, I think the biggest wildlife issue along the Jersey Shore that comes closest to Tiger King is actually not the plight of big cats as pets, but diamondback terrapin turtles along the Jersey Shore because so many people want terrapin turtles as pets. I was really wondering where you were going with this Tiger King there. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was... <laughs> I yeah. did not see that coming. Yeah. So yeah. Well, there it is, wow. right there. So don't don't keep don't keep <laughs> turtles as pets, right? I, I can't tell you how many times people come up to me and saying, "What do you feed a terrapin turtle?" And I'm like, "Why do you want to know what to feed a terrapin turtle?" Because I have a terrapin turtle as a pet, or my terrapin turtle is sick. What do I do with it? And I'm like, "Where did you get it?" And they're like, "We just found it in our backyard, or you know, we were walking around and found a, a baby terrapin turtle." So is it legal to have a terrapin turtle? No, no. <laughs> well, no, it's not illegal to take any wild animal out of the wild habitat and to have it as a pet. You shouldn't do it. We know they're cute, but please do not keep diamondback terrapin turtles as a pet. Keep them wild. All turtles should stay in the wild. Not only is collecting a diamondback terrapin turtle illegal in many states, including in New Jersey, but it could hurt the population. Terrapin turtle taken from the wild will often become sick and, unfortunately, ladies die. So when a captive turtle is released, it often is killed by predators or run over by vehicles as it tries to return to its original home from unfamiliar surroundings. And severe health issues can arise when a turtle or any, really any wild animal is kept as a pet. All animals have very specific nutrition and management requirements and improper housing and food can cause these poor little animals just to, to become sick and, and have irreversible damage. So if you find a coastal animal in New Jersey or New York and believe it needs assistance, please call local police or a wildlife rehabilitator. They will help determine the approximate course of action. It's also not legal to release an unwanted pet into the wild. So please, if you find a terrapin turtle, just leave it alone. If you think it's sick, call. you can call us at Safe Coastal Wildlife. We, we're friends with many wildlife rehabilitators. Um, or, you know, you could just uh, look in the phone book or call, uh, go to New Jersey DEP to their website. They have a list of wildlife rehabilitators as well, too. Our website has a list of wildlife rehabilitators as well, too. So, but please don't keep them as pets. Not a good thing. So how do you know it's a terrapin uh, diamondback, uh, uh, you know, as, as, or some other turtle? 
Well, so diamondback terrapins, what, what makes a diamondback terrapin a terrapin, right? So they're not sea turtles. So let me just get off that. They're not sea turtles. They don't live in fresh water either. So northern diamondback terrapins are the only brackish water where salt water from the ocean mixes with fresh water, the only brackish water turtles in the United States. And so these unique turtles prefer to live in salt marshes, tidal rivers, and bays. So that's your first hint. If you find a turtle walking around in a salt marsh or a tidal marsh, chances are pretty good. It's going to be a diamondback terrapin turtle. They don't live in freshwater, and freshwater turtles don't live in brackish water. And sea turtles don't live pretty much in brackish water either, too. So uh, they, sea turtles live in ocean, the ocean waters. So if you find something in a salt marsh hanging around, chances are pretty good. It's going to be a diamondback terrapin turtle. Females only come ashore to nest and lay eggs, and males will remain in the water. And so if you find a diamondback turtle walking on land, chances are pretty good it's going to be a female. Or maybe if it's a small one, a little juvenile, breaking it out of its shell and walking back into the estuary. Diamondback terrapins have a gray, light brown, or black top shell that's broad and patterned with uh, rings or ridges, and the carapace is also wedge-shaped, and when viewed from above, the widest part is in the rear, and the undershell can range from yellowish to greenish gray with, with or without bold, dark markings. And the large feet are webbed, and the head and limbs may be spotted. Male uh, terrapins are smaller than females, and males are often uh, very dark colored and sometimes have black markings on their upper jaw resembling a mustache. Though sometimes people have told me females have those as well, too. So, and of course, you know, the, the name Diamondback Terrapin, where's the Diamondback? Where gets its name ti- uh, Diamondback? Nobody know? I would guess that there is something to do with the shape of a diamond. Yeah, so their shell, the top shell, the carapace, has these markings on it that look like diamonds, sort of. Not really, but sort of. I guess, I don't know, somebody was drunk when they found that turtle and said, hey, you know, that looks like diamonds to me. So diamondback terrapins are continually, continually being poached by people as either individual pets or for the international Pet trade, pet trade, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, you know, we think uh, it's just big cats, right? But no, it's actually turtles. People love turtles, and people are poaching them and selling them. Recently, in July 2018, a Pennsylvania man was indicted on charges of trafficking more than 3,500 diamondback terrapin turtles and their eggs from coastal marshes in southern New Jersey. 3,500. 3,500. Where do you even find that? I know, right? That is incredible. Yeah. So diamondback terrapins around New Jersey, New York, and other nearby states are frequently being illegally harvested and smuggled out of the country because of increased demand for pets and turtle meat in some parts of Asia, especially in Southeast Asia, including uh, in Bangkok, Thailand, which is uh, notorious and well-known for being a hub of illegal reptile trafficking as turtle meat is traditionally viewed as a symbol of longevity. Is that true, Samantha? I don't know. Ask your boyfriend. Is that true? <laughs> is that true? What? Oh, that kind of longevity? <laughs> <laughs> I won't go there. But anyway, so you get the idea. You know, there's just a lot of demand on these wild animals for food or for crazy medicine or for pets or whatever, right? So we just got to keep wild animals wild. 
And our terrapin turtles are in so much pressure. Not only are they being like taken out of their habitat uh, for pets or for food or whatever, but their habitat is also being uh, diminished as well too. They like to live in wetlands. Well, guess what? Wetlands are often being you know developed or filled in or for whatever for roads and bridges or just to expand people's property or to build, you know, malls and McDonald's or crazy things like that. So we're losing Dimeback Terrapin habitat and we're losing Dimeback Terrapins as well too because people want them as pets. That's awesome. They are super cute though. Yeah. That's probably they're, part of the problem. Yeah, their mouths, their faces are super cute, right? Yeah. They have these big lips that they just look like they want to kiss you. I know. Um, did you know I was at a meeting a long, long time ago, a wildlife meeting long, long, long time ago, and it was about Dimeback Terrapins, and they were talking about ways to preserve Dimeback Terrapins, and there was this guy, older guy, it's always older men, <laughs> who just like, it was like, you know, I miss the days when you can get Dimeback Terrapins because the meat was so sweet, and everybody, you could just hear everybody go, oh, please. <sighs> So uh, I don't. I never tasted Dimeback Terrapins, and I don't really want to. Uh, no. And we really I would shouldn't. Not say that's on my to-do list. Yeah, we really shouldn't. So um, though, that was the key ingredient. If you ever had turtle soup back in the day, that was the key ingredient to turtle soup was Dimeback Terrapins. Really. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one thing like back in the day when, you know, food wasn't readily available or something, and that's what people had to eat, what they found. But come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You can get a veggie burger anywhere now. I mean, it's not like, you know, you can make toilet paper out of Dimeback Terrapin shells, right? So there's no need to poach them. <laughs> so here's, here's a question for you. What about pet stores? So if you go to your local pet store... Can you buy a baby turtle at a pet store? A baby diamondback terrapin? Uh, really, any any type of turtle. Can you buy a baby turtle at a pet store? Um, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've seen them. No. So there is a law passed, a federal law, that if turtles have shell lengths less than four inches, four inches. Mm -hmm. Federal regulations state that turtles offered for sale are required to have shell lengths greater than four inches. And these regulations were created to address concerns that small children might put, put turtles into their mouths. That's what they're worried about? Yeah. And, you know, choke or get salmonella <laughs> bacteria. So they're not really worried about the turtles themselves. They're worried about small no. children small, so, yeah. swallowing these turtles. Well, never, that's how you learn. Yeah, that's you true. You swallow a turtle once, you're not going to do it again. <laughs> it's true. But so if you, go, if you go to a pet store and you see pet stores selling turtles with turtle shells less than four inches, please contact the proper authorities and let them know because that is illegal. They're not allowed to do that. They're not allowed I, to sell ba baby turtles. I will be there with my measuring tape. <laughs> I will do Petco on Monday. Yeah, so the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service enforce these federal regulations. So please uh, let them know um, if you see any baby turtles being sold at pet stores. By the way, pet stores are closed now anyway, but, you know, when they reopen eventually, check and see if they have any baby turtles for sale. Not supposed to do it. Okay. 
but um but bigger turtles they can sell yeah, bigger turtles they can sell, but uh, diamondback terrapins. So in New Jersey, diamondback terrapins are a species of special concern, which means their population is going down, right? So they're not threatened or endangered, which is a good thing, but nevertheless, uh, their population is going down. So why are they going down? So there are a number of threats why diamondback terrapin turtles are going down. So we've talked about really the big one, and that's pet trade. So pet trade is huge. People want them as pets, and they take them out of the wild. And that really does a lot of damage to the population of diamondback terrapins in New Jersey. But there are also many other threats to diamondback terrapins. So I just let me just back up for a minute, saying that diamondback terrapins were once very plentiful in New Jersey, in our wetlands and back bays and estuaries, from Raritan Bay all the way down to Delaware Bay. But due to habitat loss, through increasing coastal development and unregulated harvesting uh, for turtle soup or terrapin stew or different things like that, diamondback terrapins, their population are going down. Um, Thankfully, though, the commercial demand for terrapins ended in the 1930s, so that's really when the uh, demand for turtle for uh, dimeback terrapins and turtle soup sort of ended after that, as a result of decreasing terrapin populations. It, that ended in the 1930s, which made them difficult to find, and prohibition from 1920 to 1933, which banned the production of sale of sherry, another of the soup's main ingredients. That was a good thing, because that means that you really couldn't make turtle soup without sherry, so there really was no need or demand for diamondback terrapins. Yeah, see, it's all connected. It's all connected. It's all, it's all connected. It's all connected in the environment. Everything's connected. However, unfortunately, human threats to terrapins really did not drop. In 2002, the northern diamondback terrapin was listed as a species special concern in New Jersey. The listing as special concern warrants special attention because of sub, some evidence of decline. In Massachusetts, the northern diamondback terrapin turtles listed as a threatened species. Local populations there have fallen dramatically, especially on Cape Cod due to reduction of salt marsh habitat and... Um, also from ditching and dredging and channelization, the loss of sandy nesting habitat. All this is as it has, it has had an impact on their population in Massachusetts. In July 2016, New Jersey signed a bill into law to protect diamondback terrapin turtles from illegally being harvested or hunted in response to a growing Asian commercial market for terrapin meat, which terrapins are a popular food item. So even though we don't eat too much uh, terrapin meat here in New Jersey, but we really shouldn't, um, they still do in Asia. So that's, that's something we need to be concerned about because the people who harvest those turtles are selling them on the black market to uh, markets in Asia. I mean, how much meat can a turtle possibly have? Those females are huge. If you've ever seen a female diamondback terrapin turtle, it's about really? the size of a dinner plate or larger. They're oh, huge. Oh, really? I've yeah. only seen small. Yeah, you know, the like small ones, like the males. Yeah, the little, I don't know how yeah. they really have sex, to tell you the truth. But yeah, because <laughs> the female is so large and the male is so small, but that female can be really, really big. So I could see, yeah, there could be some meat there. But it's crazy. You know, why are people, and, you know, we have this virus because people are eating crazy animals like bats and stuff like that when you really shouldn't. So, mm -hmm. you know, we should learn by now just to keep wild animals wild. 
So anyway, New York, in, in September 2017, New York State, New York Department of Environmental Conservation also adopted a rule to end commercial harvest of diamondback terrapins. That's a good thing, responding in part to comments from the Center of Biological Diversity and the New York Turtle and Tortoise Society and other turtle experts to say, please stop it. We don't want to see our turtles being eaten uh, overseas. So um, that's good things. However, there are still some really horrible threats to diamondback terrapins. And, and in, in addition to getting the, them getting harvested as pets or meat or, or habitat loss, they're being drowned in crab traps and pots. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. So, you know, this is what happens is sometimes commercial fishermen or even recreational fishermen or fishing people will just leave their pots in the water for extended periods of time, hoping that crabs will get in there. But when you put, you know, the bait in there for the crabs, that bait also attracts terrapin turtles. So terrapin turtles will go inside the cage and they're going to get trapped. They can't get out. And we know that turtles, they don't have gills. They can't breathe underneath water. They need to come out of the water and take a gulp of air after several minutes. And so if they get trapped into that cage, that blue claw crab cage, they're going to they're going to drown. Very sad. Yeah, so even though terrapin turtles spend the majority of their time in the water hunting for food and can hold their breath for extended periods of times, in fact, a mature terrapin can hold its breath for anywhere from 45 minutes to up to five hours. Terrapins trapped in crab traps often drown because they're unable to surface uh, for air for more, uh, more than several hours. Through So throughout coastal bays and tidal rivers along the Jersey Shore, crab pot buoys can be seen floating at the water surface. Unfortunately, ladies and everybody else, these crab traps can become detached from its buoy or forgotten, and these lost pots, known as ghost pots, continue to catch crabs and terrapins. Recreational crab traps as well compose a threat to terrapins, just like commercial pots. This is especially true in Barnegat Bay. Barnegat Bay has a, a special or a unique problem with these ghost pots floating around. Floating around, There's a lot of crabbing going on down there because crabbing is really good, and sometimes these crab pots get... Um, um, lost um, or just forgotten down over there. So um, drowning of in uh, the terrapin turtles drowning in crab pots is really a serious problem in Barnaby Bay, but in other parts of New Jersey as well too, along the Jersey Shore from Raritan Bay and down the Delaware Bay, it could happen as well. So please be a responsible crabber. Do not let your crab traps or pot go unattended. Check it regularly. And also, under law, crab traps must be equipped with what's known as a bycatch reduction device. Say that one more time. A bycatch reduction bycatch device. Reduction device. What's that? A bycatch reduction device. Yeah, it's, it's, like on the, it's like an entry funnel. They're essentially like a four by one, three-fourths inch doors that allow crabs to enter and crab traps but block adult turtles. The turtles cannot get in. So if you have that... If you have that device on your crab trap, that's a good thing. And really all crab traps should have that so turtles cannot get in there and drown. By simply attaching those bycatch reduction devices to your crab traps or crab pots, you can help preserve the diversity of animals along the Jersey Shore. And that's a good thing, right? Yes. Yes. By the way, I love Samantha's background. You can't see it, of course, but I can see it. And her background is a diamondback terrapin turtle. It's very beautiful. It's a nice-looking terrapin turtle. And so here's another sad threat, though. We're running out of time, but here's a, here's a sad threat. 
that females females being hit by vehicles as they cross roadways to nesting sites. Females are coming ashore, and as females do, they there's so many roads around that they're getting boom. They're getting smashed by cars. Oh, really? Yeah, boom? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So please slow yeah. down. Please slow down, people. Uh, you do see turtle crossing signs every once in a while, especially down in the Barnegat area, like in Island Beach State Park. You see a lot of turtle crossing signs and things like that. Yeah, we need them really, really all over. Them, I know, yeah. and we need them all over, all over the Jersey Shore, because really from Raritan Bay down to Delaware Bay, there are dying back terrapin turtles. People don't realize that because they're so busy and around here, around Raritan Bay and Sandy Hook Bay and, and the Navasink River and Shrewsbury River, you know, it's so developed. You don't think, oh, my goodness, how can turtles even survive around here? But actually in the Navasink River and Raritan Bay and Sandy Hook Bay, there is a really good population of diamondback terrapin turtles. A lot of people just think, oh, they're down in South Jersey. But yeah. there is, yeah, there's a really good population right up here along the Navasink River. Every time I go kayaking, I always see dozens of diamondback terrapin turtles in the Navasink River. So as they come out of the water, as the females come out to lay their eggs, there's so many roads and people go so fast. They drive so fast that, you know, they're going to hit those little turtles, unfortunately. So please slow down. If you think you see what looks like, um, I don't know, like a rock in the road or something like that, chances are pretty good. It is a turtle. Maybe it's not a dimeback terrapin turtle. Maybe it's a box turtle. Maybe it's another type of species of turtle. But please slow down. And of course, when you see a turtle and you pick it up, where should you put that turtle? I don't know. Same exact position that you found it in. Yeah, on the other side, right where it's going. Okay. Right. Right, or they're going to turn around and try and cross the street again. Yeah, There's right. More trouble. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, there are other threats as well, too. Unfortunately, there's so many threats of diamondback terrapins. Um, there's predators. You know, there's so much trash along the coast now that we have, you know, increased populations of gulls and rats and raccoons and foxes, and they all do damage on little baby terrapin eggs or little baby terrapins. So we just need to clean up after ourselves when we go to the beach or go outside and make sure there's no trash left behind because that trash will attract large animals like gulls and foxes and raccoons, which are going to prey on little dimeback terrapins. And so, you know, we just got to be better to wildlife. Also, sea level rise and climate change are also potential threats to terrapins and their salt marsh habitat. And also, mercury contamination as well has been recently found in diamondback terrapins up in the Hackensack Meadowlands. So, again, there are so many threats to diamondback terrapins. Please, please, please don't keep them as pets. I can't say this enough. The best thing that you can do to help protect the diamondback terrapin population in New Jersey is don't keep them as pets. Let's keep them wild. Um, so, okay. Can I, I have a question. I sure. found, I found one once just literally like on the sidewalk where I live, like block away from the lake. And, um, where, and I, I, I put him right at the edge of the water. Was that right? Was it an adult or was it a juvenile? It was a little baby. A little baby. Yeah. yeah he was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. They're so adorable. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't keep it as a pet. And so, yeah, definitely no. just put it by the water. It's probably where we're headed to anyway. Right. Yeah. I don't know how it got there. I feel like maybe a 
bird picked it up and dropped it or something because it was weird. It was yeah, occasionally people. Well, that. yeah. So occasionally you do li- you do well, live yeah, near water. Person. Yeah, and yeah. so sometimes people do find them in their driveways. You know, Diamondback terrapins, the little babies, as they hatch out of their eggs. Be- um, you know, the environment has changed so much. There's so many houses that what used to be wetlands uh, has now become a housing development. And so they they get a little confused now then. So sometimes they wind up in people's um, garages or driveways or what have you. So, yeah, just pick it up and put it near the water. That's really the best thing you can do. Put it near the wetlands and hopefully okay. it will survive. Yeah. So we love Diamondback Terrapin Turtles here at Safe Coastal Wildlife Nonprofit, and we hope you do too. We're running out of time, ladies and gentlemen, so thanks for listening to us. Thanks to everyone out there who took some time out of their busy life to listen to our podcast. We are so grateful that you did, and we love you all. And I was joined tonight by my really two good friends, Jen. Thanks for teaching us more stuff, Joe. (laughs) Thank you. And Samantha. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Stay safe, everyone. Absolutely. Thank you, Samantha. And I'm Joe Reynolds, Executive Director of Safe Coastal Wildlife, an environmental nonprofit dedicated to educating people about the preservation and protection of coastal wildlife along the Jersey Shore. You can find out more about Safe Coastal Wildlife at our website, www.savecoastalwildlife.org. That's www.savecoastalwildlife.org. Org. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Samantha. I love you both. And until next time, farewell from the world-famous Jersey Shore. And remember to be kind not only to people, but to animals as well. We all need to get along and live together. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your sing-along. swim by look at all the birds up in the sky saying in the bay what will we find today we gotta save coastal wildlife where the horseshoe crabs and the osprey play save coastal wildlife on the shores and in the bay Won't come anymore Protect and preserve the wild